M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details We know a lot of you like listening to podcasts, but here's the problem. There are now over a million podcasts out there to choose from. That's right. So you have to pick the very best. And for progressives, after, of course, our own podcast, there's no better podcast out there than the Bill Press Pod by the great Bill Press. Yes, Bill is still at it, fighting for all the good progressive causes, telling the truth about the worst president in our history, Mm. and bringing us his podcast twice a week. That's right. Every Tuesday, Bill interviews a leading progressive, like this week, Congressman Tim Ryan, plugging hazard pay for nurses, doctors, paramedics, and others who stay on the job, putting their lives at risk every day. Every Friday, Bill assembles three top Washington reporters to look back on the big stories of the week and expose the latest lies of Donald Trump. As a progressive, the Bill Press Pod is all you need to stay informed, outraged, and engaged. So join us in subscribing to Bill's new podcast. Just go to wherever you get your podcasts, search for the Bill Press Pod, click on subscribe, and tell your friends to do the same. Do it. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. The Final Word with The final word. 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 Wow. That was powerful. Like the breath of a of a goddess. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. Over all that we can see yeah. in the realm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us here today. Oh my week. goodness. Thank you so much for coming back here to uh Frangela Land. Uh where things are you know, there were rainbows here. Don't 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 no, there are rainbows. There are rainbows here. Are there days when I smash the shit out of them with a hammer? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But there's still rainbows. There's still rainbows and love and joy. Yeah. Uh, we want to uh, remind you that you can follow us at uh, Frangela Duo on all the social medias. Mm-hmm. And you can always write to us at Frangela08 at gmail.com. That's right. We want to thank everybody who has signed up, oh my goodness, in the last 30 days and before that to Patreon. Thank you so, Thank you so very much, much. from the bottom of Seriously, our Seriously, it is the most amazing 
gift ever and we are so grateful and, and thank we, you and thank you and you know what and we hope to keep and you know making you laugh and happy with our micro idiots because what i tell you we have a smoking good time doing it it's hilarious it's hot it's 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 happening it's hot y'all and also you know when you're on the patreon when you're a patreon friend you get extra things yeah videos the micro idiots we also had we had a video of us uh making cassoulet or francis making cassoulet me being near her yes and there's some plans for some more videos to come in the future we just got a new camera oh we're very excited excited. oh my god we have got to stop hanging out together i don't know if that's possible now especially (laughs) Now may not be the time to try to go make new friends. <laughs> you can also get a cameo video from us. That's right. Go to cameo. And we can say happy birthday, give you a pep talk, or you can send one to somebody you care about and love. You know what we've been doing for people too? is fuck Trump videos for people's friends. Oh, people love that. People love them. People we love, love it too. It's yeah. like a little quick dose of resistance. You can also uh, follow, uh, catch us every Friday morning on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show. And you can go to the sexy liberal podcast network and Listen to all the fabulous podcasts that they have to offer. Please do. They're lovely and wonderful and righteous. Yes. So um, I would like to start by saying that I am having a hard week managing my anger. Mm. As you should, Angela, because I'm going to tell you, as a person of color, and it's not even just about being a person of color, it's a person in this country. This situation with um, Ahmed Arbery, among others, but we'll start Among with him. others, well, yes, we will start with him, is um, is beyond the beyond. And I have to say, you know, and I know, you know, I haven't watched the video. I you did should. not watch. You actually should. I think everybody should watch it. Um, Because, you know, I just don't know if I want to put, there's certain things I don't know if I want inside of me. See, this is the thing. I think that's it needs to be inside of you. Yeah. I think that, you know, um, this, the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, they used to send out, and I don't think that they do, They at least they haven't in a while, um, but, you know, I was, a, you know, donated to them, whatever level of membership that makes you have, but they would, they often would send out, way too often, um, photos of people who had been lynched. Yes. And they've always put them in a separate yeah. envelope, you know, so you didn't have to that. open it, yep. you know. But here's the thing I need people to understand. Lynching has never gone away. Yeah. You know, um, I believe Trayvon Martin was lynched. Yeah. You know, uh, but but uh, in the Ahmaud Arbery's case, I, I think it is important that you see this video and that you understand what was happening in a way that I think has not been clearly expressed. It's been expressed in various places in various ways. But what happened was Ahmed Arbery was out for a jog, as yes. he is wont to do. Apparently, he was a very physically fit and active person. So he was out on a jog. And allegedly, some uh, people in the area he was jogging, Craig and Travis McMichael, father and son team of bigots and um, alleged terrorists. Mm-hmm. I think I would just call them straight up terrorists, but I'm not a lawyer um, or a judge. Uh, they uh, got together a posse. And yeah. what you what it looks like, what we've seen thus far, is you see them, and when the video is of somebody following the situation, but what they don't tell you most of the time is that person was with them. Right. That that was another member of this lynch mob. Right. And, you know, and the way that it gets sold, and the narration of it is, this father and son went out and did this. 
Not that there were more people with them. No, they went out and got other, they got other people to come with them. They armed themselves with shotguns. The son was in the flatbed part of the truck so he could jump out quickly to tackle the the innocent black person. The father was driving and they had this car following him. And I don't know who else, because these are the only people we know of. But the guy following whose dashboard camera recorded the whole thing, he's the person who released the video. And for some reason, he thought this would vindicate them, which shows me just how deep this Im- the implicit bias yes, is yes. just how deep the racism is because what he thought is well if you see a black person running clearly you understand why we shot him three times right like and it's and it's like he's jogging the thing that the the the, the justice that do, that drives me crazy angela mm-hmm. is that we know that it happened yes and that it has taken the releasing of this video oh, yes. for us to get for america to get mad and the reason why I'm going to tell you why I don't feel the need to carry that video inside of me is that this is for white people to fix, Angela. I didn't create, nor did black people in this country, brown people in this country create racism. This is a white created manifestation of sickness in this country. It is not for me as a black woman to fix their shit. I will Mm -hmm. not do it. Well, as Catherine Fuget, our good friend, and I think an amazing woman, you should definitely check out her writing on Medium, etc. Catherine Fuget says white, she is also of the whiteness. Um, (laughs) If you will. She's of the whiteness. Um, She says white people are broken. And I have been heartened to see so many people of every, you know, um, possible ethnicity and mm-hmm. creed and whatever uh, uh, go out jogging and put up videos saying I, I run with Ahmed. The problem, there are, some, there are of course many problems with this man being absolutely lynched, hunted down and shot uh, to death for simply existing and being on the street. But what you need to know is this happened in February. Yeah. And no arrests were made until this past week right. when that video got widely released and went vi- and went viral. Well, no when- arrest was had been made. Because you know why? And that is this is that's the most disgusting thing to me about mm-hmm. it, Angela V. Shelton of the Detroit motherfucking Sheltons, mm-hmm. is that it took public shame. For on a justice. national level, because they've been protesting locally. Yeah, they've been protesting locally. It took public shame. Mm-hmm. To shame a state to oh, act yeah. right. Also, don't get it twisted. Two prosecutors had to recuse themselves from it. Yeah. And on top of it, these are the ones who weren't going to bring any charges. Then, of course, they. I want to be clear. The, the uh, lawyer representing um, Ahmed's family said they found another video. And they also thought this video would somehow vindicate this lynch mob. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it shows Ahmed Aubrey walking into a construction site, a home that was under construction, taking a look around and then leaving. Which we've all done. I'd be willing to bet if you've walked around, I'd do it in my building. If I Karen see, oh my God, with the funky look. hair cut how many times has that bitch walked up in a house thank you so what they said is they after reviewing that video uh, their statement was our office has reviewed the surveillance video which appears to show a person believed to be Ahmed Aubrey entering a property under construction the individual remains on the property for under three minutes before continuing to jog down the road this video is consistent with the evidence already known to us Ahmed Aubrey was out for a jog he stopped by a property under construction where he engaged in no illegal activity That's and right. only remained there for a brief time Ahmed did not take anything from the construction site he did not cause any damage to the property Property. He remained for a brief period of time and was not instructed by anyone to leave, but rather left on his own accord and continued to jog. His Ahmed's actions at this empty home under construction were in no way a felony under Georgia law. This video confirms that Mr. Arbery's murder was not justified, and the actions of the men who pursued him and ambushed him were unjustified. We reiterate, Ahmed Arbery did not take part in any felony, had no illegal substances in his system, was not armed, and yet was shot three times with a shotgun at close range. And the reason that's important is because Georgia has laws yeah. that suggest that if you can shoot somebody who's in the middle engaged in a felony 
and, not... and, and and under certain conditions uh, don't let me misstate it but that but that none of that was happening here this is a straight up lynch mob yeah and let me tell you something every word that you just read is like a paper cut to my black fucking soul and i will tell you why because the fact that we have to, that someone had to sit down and generate, had to formulate and compose those words to explain why these men coming out of their home to kill this man was incorrect, that we can't see that in, in a bald-faced way as human beings, that I have to add color and this and that, that we can't see that somebody walking out of their house, the man and the son walking out their house to kill somebody is wrong? Well, we, we, yeah. we have to write an article about it? It also doesn't make any sense because those laws would have to do with somebody in the act of committing a felony. If he had committed a felony like stealing property or whatever from whatever, I, I don't know what it would take for that to be a le felony level offense. He had, it was over. Yes. Like, there was nothing else to do. And if you really felt like something was in danger or lost, you're supposed call to call the, the police. police. But no, what they did is they got together a posse and they got away with it until well, we found out about it. And don't get it twisted. They're going to still try to get away with it. Um, so it, it is infuriating and I, we need everybody to pay attention to it. But we want you to understand that that this is not I was really mad at the Daily because they on Monday, I believe it was Monday of this week, they covered this story. Mm -hmm. And I am so sick of fucking euphemisms for bullshit. Yeah. Do not call this an extrajudicial killing. OK, extrajudicial implies that there was something judicial in the first place. Right. That, that somehow this crossed into some sort of illegality or someplace where the judicials, not the extrajudicials, yeah. as we better known as criminals, um, traitors, uh, right. well, you know, uh, white supremacist, uh, but, well, you know what, you terrorists. Know what, 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 for me, what, what really, I mean, chaffs my hide is, let me tell you, first of all, this Negro wasn't doing anything wrong. I know that sometimes, I know that your first thought is, that's what the article is about. Yeah. The first thought, your first thought is, well, maybe, maybe they, you know, well, no, they that's their justification for shooting. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that we still in 2020 are still providing structural arguments for white people to kill black people in this country. I am over it. Speaking of extrajudicial, North Carolina Sheriff's de Deputy charged with leading an armed mob that tried to force its way into a black family's home. Be clear. She said North Carolina Sheriff's Deputy. A sheriff's deputy in uniform. Yes. In uniform. Got an armed mob of people together. And they went to Monica Shepard's home in Pender County, North Carolina. Um, she was at home with her son, Damien. They're watching TV just at home, doing whatever they get to do at home, playing video games. Apparently, uh, somebody, they there was a, a large, uh, whatever, hustle bustle at the door. Uh, Damien opened the door and it was a crowd composed entirely of white people armed with AR-15s, etc. With the sheriff at, uh, Sheriff, what is his name here? Keita. Sheriff's deputy, or Deputy Keita at their, as their sort of a leader mm -hmm. at the front. He put his foot in the door and demanded to come in to question them about about a missing some person someone who's missing yeah but they um they had the first of all the fucking ignorant biggest had the wrong house the wrong house they weren't even at the right the right but, house but, but, they but in any case shoot. but any case they uh so this armed mob is f trying to force their way into this house and this woman keeps of course they're terrified they keep saying we're not those people i don't know who you're talking about i don't know who you're looking for um and so the da i can't i i can't even get my mind around uh, they've charged, I think, like a few of the people who are in that mob at this point with misdemeanor charges, which I 
don't understand why this isn't being charged as a federal hate crime. And obviously, Deputy Keita has to be, he was fired. Right. Um, and charged with trespassing as well as breaking and entering. I would, I, and another gun moaning, a toning member of the mob was charged with going armed to the terror of the public. No, not the public, black fucking people. Yeah. This is a hate crime. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And it needs to be called that. And st- I am so sick of the media finding ways to, to, to uh, excuse people's behavior. Also, last week, Adrian Green, another teen who was found dead in a stand your ground case in Sanford, Florida, which is the same place where Zimmerman shot and killed Trayvon Martin, the same city in 2012, um, where he was all, as you are probably aware, acquitted of all charges, yeah. claiming self-defense. In this case, this 17-year-old man allegedly was breaking into uh, somebody's car, this homeowner's car. He had his back to them. The homeowner called the police and while on, on the phone with the police, with the 911, shot him in the back. Yeah. And then claimed that uh, they believed that their lives were in danger uh, and that they were shooting. The homeowner says that he fired his weapon to scare Green off his property. Into his back? Into his back. You know, those attacks that people make from the back. Yeah. So he he quite clearly, I believe it's clear this man lied in his statement. Mm-hmm. He said that uh, he was had his, he, that he was running towards this man and his wife from their driveway when preliminary investigation show, investigations have shown that he couldn't have been more than eighteen to twenty feet away from mm-hmm. him. So I don't know how long it takes to run eighteen or twenty feet and turn around to get shot in the back. Yeah, but that's that clearly is not the case. Right. You should be aware of that also. Well, you know, and I am, you know, yes, I'm hot, I'm mad, I'm upset. And I just, I look at this and I go, it's going to take more than black people being mad. I cannot be more and mad. And more than hashtags. And more than hashtags. This is, this is, this is not my mess. I'm just living in it. I am living in it. I didn't make this. I can't, I can't stop it. And either I, did there's you. Not enough, there's not, there's not enough of, of, of black folks to, 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 to calm this situation down. But white people do have to step up. And I think it's time, you know, I, I, not, you gotta wear your Black Lives Matter t-shirts or get them, make them if you can't find them. And I, and I think we really have to take a look at this because on top of COVID-19, uh, being in my view, treated like some sort of, uh, you know, genocidal weapon, mm-hmm. um, from everything from, you know, we've, we've done obviously, you know, more and more, thankfully we're understanding the difference between how people of color interact with our healthcare system and, uh, white Americans do from everything from the black maternity health rate, you know, Absolutely. death rate, et cetera, on more down. Deep. But in the COVID case, you know, another case, uh, of COVID Tiffany Mofield died on April 29th at the, uh, Edna Mayhan correctional facility for women after begging to be let out of a locked shower which they were using to quarantine her yeah. for because she had covid uh so she basically had it locked in a shower she kept saying she couldn't breathe and she just was left to die there yep because i'm gonna tell you something about america and people of color not only do we suffer direct violence we suffer from structural and cultural violence every day all day long and it has to stop. It and here's has the to thing end. with Fritz saying is that like, yeah, this is important. I think that what sometimes people get caught in what can I do or feeling feeling guilty. And we and here's the thing: a lot of people and 
you're lovely and, and wonderful and I so appreciate we so both so appreciate you um and but you don't have to apologize no. for those people's actions what I do ask what we are asking is that you get involved yep. that you call your you call your representatives and tell them that you're not okay with this and you need to hear them make a statement about it you need to call your local police departments when they're in your if you're in a place where you vote for sheriff or deputy and all that get out there and get involved in those elections and let's get these people out of office because anybody anybody who would put on his uniform without any legal authority and go to somebody's without house a warrant or a summons or any kind of legal kind of people issue that he could no in no way have controlled if he'd wanted to that's right that's right but clearly he didn't he want did not, to there was no need to let let him loose and do we have to keep your uniforms locked up at the station because you don't know how to use them Girl. I mean, for realsies, this is a problem. And I think that we all have to be, because it doesn't, when we get mad, it doesn't matter. Until until so much of us is mad that they consider it a movement. They will call 20 white people um, protesting opening up of coronavirus uh, a movement. movement, but not Black Lives Matter. But, and, and cut to, cut to, this is why, this is why I'm so angry. Because Colin Kaepernick, took a knee for this shit years ago that's right and you, and you and and, and, and you and, drummed him and out, drummed him out. that's right that's right and we you know what every time a black person tries to tries to come out against it we get told how racist we are how we don't understand how it's a bad apple it's a bad apple he Boo. shouldn't, you know. There yeah. ain't no good apples that I know of in this in this orchard. No, not a one. Show me the good apple. Not and a stop one. Stop putting out these stories about put, cops handing out gifts to kids. Yes. I don't want to hear it. Put put your hand down. I see the rock in it. It's really, really, really infuriating and disgusting and heartbreaking. And and this this young man Ahmed Aubrey, he was twenty. He turned twenty five. He would have turned twenty five this uh, over the weekend, I believe. Yeah. And um. That should right. that should that should haunt everyone because you can go f- ask yourself, can I go for a jog? And I think that you know one of the most powerful hashtags I I saw on Twitter a while ago was a man put up. It wasn't a hashtag actually; it was just a tweet. Uh, he asked women. He said, "Hey, women on you know Twitter, tell me what you would do if men had to be were forced uh, to be on you know in their homes after 9 p.m. every night." And and it was sh- and he said it was shocking to see the answers. So there were things like sleep with my window open, mm-hmm. um, take a walk, maybe exercise at night, like all the th- all the things that we as women feel and really can't. Yeah. Trans communities can't um, go, you know, in, 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 and feel safe and feel safe. These people and, I, and, and yet again, I don't want people to forget. We have the story last year of, of the woman who was sit- she got shot by the cop through the window of her home. She's sitting in her home, didn't have to open the door to be killed by a cop mm-hmm. because her neighbor called because her front door was open i believe and the neighbor was worried about her so what the cops do they came saw her standing in the window and shot her through the fucking window this is for real and it's happening all the time and these are just the ones that we're hearing about so please get involved and and please speak up online offline to to people you know go to the southern poverty law center and look up what the work they do and let's make it clear where you stand yeah but basically what we're asking is please let these stories affect you beyond saying that's sad or i'm that's sorry bad. or and, and not that i'm not saying that those are wrong things to say at not all they're at not all. wrong to say they're they're important to but, say but, but please let let that mental feeling spur you to a greater action or into an a awareness greater action, an and awareness. A greater awareness of a situation yeah. that isn't that is far too actually far too normal yeah. that you don't know about
Next up, Dr. Anthony Fauci testified today uh, remotely before, this is what I love, Mm -hmm. remotely before the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, uh, that was this morning as we were recording, um, that Americans will experience, quote, needless suffering and death, needless suffering and death if the country reopens too quickly. Wow, Francis, it almost sounds like we shouldn't reopen. It sounds like the top, our top medical advisor is stating very openly, needless suffering and death. Yeah, I feel like he's being really clear here. He's being very, very clear. And understand, the reason he's testifying in front of the Senate is because the Trump administration will not let them, in quotes, testify in front of the House of Representatives. Yeah. Because, quote, the House of Representatives is controlled by Democrats. No, it's run by our elected representatives. You don't have the right to pick and choose the places. And I am so sick of people going along with it. And Dr. Fauci, you're dangerously close. I said it last week, and I'm even more convinced this week. It is time for him to quit, in my opinion. You don't have to agree with me, but it is, in my opinion, his continuing to stay and to agree with these things. To not go in front of the House. Yes. But meanwhile, meanwhile, an unreleased, and this is very important, unreleased coronavirus task force report. So they've done the report. That's right. But they haven't released it. Shows that coronavirus infection rates are spiking to new highs in several cities and smaller communities across the, the country. Contradicting Trump's recent claims that all throughout the country, the numbers are coming down rapidly, Angela. Yeah, rapidly. Uh, You know, my husband and I were in bed this morning saying, well, I can't wait until two months from now when everything spikes up again in these rural communities when we all together start day one of our quarantine. I really hope that people, you know, you don't have to do it just because they say you can't. That's right. You know, so... Uh, And I know that that there are people who who have to work and and the way that the Trump administration is, is... carrying out this assault on the working people of this country and the working poor is to do things like not let meat plants close and tell people that that they're and and indemnify corporations uh, against you know being sued if they endanger their workforce let me tell y'all and i believe this and angela angela it drives angela crazy when i speak like this but nature is taking her pound of flesh she gonna get it you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, with, with, the, with the meat plants and everything, she's, she's, she's out there telling us, stay home. Protect, you know, the, all of this stuff has to get, you have to let this virus go away. I don't, I don't you, hate it when you say that. Oh, oh you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't hate it all when you say that. I think that that makes sense and I agree with it. I think that absolutely we all... We're seeing, I mean, if there's a greater case of chickens coming home to roost on a bunch of things. Uh, on so many things. Uh, it's hard to see it. Um, so it definitely is something that we're concerned about. Let yeah. us know. Write us at frangelzerate at gmail.com and tell us what you think about opening up at this point in your community or what you've seen. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Because you know what? Now more than ever, we're all thinking about our hygiene. We are washing our hands and sneezing into our arm. That's right. But we are still taking a huge carrier virus with us 
everywhere. Our phones. Yeah. Our phones are a vector for disease and we rarely clean them. We are constantly touching our phones with our hands and even pressing them to our face. Ew! It's time to take cleaning your phone seriously. That's right. The Clean Phone Pro Sanitizer uses medically proven UV light technology to kill 99.99% of all bacteria that come from your device. The Clean Phone Pro gets every inch of your phone clean with the nine high power UVC lights. Yes. Dedicated wireless charging pad on top of the chamber you can be sanitizing other items while wirelessly charging your phone. You can be doing both, everybody. That's right. Okay. Double duty. You, or you just use the Clean Phone Pro as your go-to charging station anytime. The fully removable top means easier fit for more items and larger items like your keys or something. Yeah. Go to thecleanphone.com today and get one for just $89 and free shipping when you use the code SEXYLIBERAL. If you're serious about hygiene, it's time to get serious about cleaning your phone. Go to thecleanphone.com and keep your phone truly clean. Remember, use the code SEXYLIBERAL for a two-day free shipping and it will ship immediately. That's thecleanphone.com, thecleanphone.com. We are so excited to welcome a new sponsor to The Stephanie Miller Show, Literati, America's number one subscription book club for kids. Who did I send them to? Your ex. My beautiful ex and her (laughs) newborn. And she wrote to me and said, hi, Scoot. Look what came today. Baby books from Literati. Cutest delivery ever with personal tags in each book showing they belong to Alex. Her her baby, Alexandra. so cool. So cute. Thank you again for sharing this incredible book club with us. Alex says hi. Look, this book belongs to Alexandra. Mm -hmm. There's their kitty guarding all the books. Um, It is a fantastic thing, especially for parents in quarantine to get it. Go to literati.com. L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I dot com slash Stephanie for 25% off your first two subscriptions. Literati.com slash Stephanie. Curated selection. Only keep your favorites. Send the rest back for free. Every parent I know loves Literati. Go to Literati.com slash Stephanie now for 25% off your first two subscriptions. Literati.com slash Stephanie. Terms and conditions apply. Our next favorite story is the White House to require staffers to wear masks in the West Wing. Angela, can I ask the question, how late is too late? <laughs> oh, Francis. Francis, I, I, I can't. I can't, especially as we see, isn't the governor of Iowa, the, uh, I can't remember her name, mm-hmm. who she went to the White House. She's now, she's the one who, she was refusing to lock things down. She's absolutely like, oh, we're not going to do this. We're not going to stop becoming. Now she under quarantine because of mm-hmm. what? Be exposed to the president and the vice president. Right. Explain to me, Francis, mm-hmm. how the typhoid Marys might be the executive branch. Well, and, and exactly. The people, the very people who we are all supposedly okay. looking to, to set an example, to uh, make sure that Americans can see what they should be doing. They refuse, refusing to wear masks or just getting to the point today mm-hmm. right now where they're gonna make people around them wear them right. they're still not gonna wear them trump and mike uh and, and you know vice president mike pence uh apparently they're still planning on not wearing these masks right and I, you know what and one of the articles and you guys may have seen it in scientific america masks and emasculation why some men refuse to take safety precautions and when i tell you that all we're watching are huge egos dealing with being broken all day long and that's keeping people unsafe by not setting the example and basically the reluctance to model safe behavior basically show comes down to showing no weakness for men 
and you know, and that's a level of brokenness because yeah. you would rather be sick. You would rather create contagion than show weakness, which um, well, your perceived weakness. Yeah, because I don't think that wearing a mask during a pandemic makes you sh- seem anything other than responsible. That's right. Uh, but but for they somehow, see it as emasculating. Somehow, uh, an extension of your idea of yourself as a, as a man is that your ability to fight off. Um, Unseen pathogens that we don't the the what does he oh, he loves to say the invisible enemy or yeah, yeah that's his Trump's fetus and if you didn't see uh, President Trump get whooped by two reporters two yes. women reporters uh, and then get so badly whooped his punk ass had to walk out and I mean walk out like a coward like a oh, like a, oh, oh. Uh, talk about a tail between your legs Ooh. I saw you know what when I saw that 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 back of that hair beast. Dude. He was like, he flipped that hair beast. He was like, uh, Trump out. Exactly. Caitlin Collins of CNN and Weisha Zhang of CBS. It started with Weisha Zhang. She was asking the president, look, the president was going on. We have the best test. We have the most tests. And she's, and basically her question was, why do you consider it a contest when Americans are still dying? And you frame this like a contest between, with the world about who's got the most tests, but Americans are still dying. He told her that was a mean question, a hostile question, and he wasn't going to whatever. And then she tried to ask a follow-up and he said, you know, you should go ask China. Uh, you'd get, or China, you'll get a very odd, I think he said said answer and then she another this other report caitlin was coming up but she stopped and gave her the way to continue questioning which is what you all should have been doing from the first place that's how right. you handle this that's right so she she lets her go again which is like why did you say that to me sir because she's she's asian american yeah why did you why did you say to me to ask her i didn't say it to you i said it to, yes you did say it like yes. it's the most ridiculous conversation you didn't so, see what you saw with your two eyes just now exactly then caitlin went ahead to ask her question and then he trump realized oh you're gonna ask me another question i don't want to answer so he tried to call on somebody else and she's like Wait, you called him. He was like, I did, but then you didn't speak. She goes, I was trying to give my colleague a chance to finish her mm-hmm. question. See, this is the thing. We need to stop with the affectation, affectations of respect to somebody who is not respecting you or any of us. Our lives are in danger, and I need all y'all reporters to work together mm-hmm. and to not let no you ask one question till it get answered keep it you see what happens that's right and this you is run all him, run him out run him run out him. on a rail run, run his ass out on a rail i say everyone you get up and go uh yes mr president and then repeat the same question that's right because every time you unnerve him what you show unequivocally is what i think Francis, of how many people said and continue to say susan sarandon that they believe that hillary clinton did not have the temperament to be president Ooh. She Girl. sat for eleven hours, televised. Yes, and what to get somebody... berated by the by the pre larva Trey Gowdy. That's right. And what what you know? Somebody said something. Put up a a, a, a number. It's like we're at you know like fifty thousand Benghazis. Thank you. We're over 80,000 people who have died exactly. believe, from this pandemic. The one they told that Trump said would be down to zero. In a few weeks. Right. Uh, oh, oh, speaking of which, well, in this article we're looking at, what pandemic? Carnival cruise booking oh, soar on. 600% for August trips. Y'all, you're lucky I'm not up in here breaking chairs and shit. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. We can't be everywhere. Okay. So I'm going to need y'all. If you know somebody who's get, who's planning a carnival cruise I'm in August, smack you we'd, with like my to hear, we'd like to know who they are. Okay, we'd like to if they'll talk to us or write us. We would like to know because I want to know why are you doing this? Because what I'm wondering is, are you 
stupid are you you are you believing that the the trump hype and you think because the cruises are cheaper now that this is a great time to go or are you trying to get the virus because you think that that will give you immunity or all of the above did you not my question to you getting your happy ass on a motherfucking carnival cruise the cruise planners representative said those making bookings were generally younger and healthy and thus quote not a bit concerned about traveling at this time did you not see (laughs) The weeks on several ships. We wouldn't let motherfuckers back in the in the country. Yeah, I don't want to hear a word from. of complaint. I don't want to hear it. Oh, you better somebody, you better you suffer that my quarantine senator, with grace. My senator, send the helicopter. Oprah, come get me. Uh, let Trump. me let me give you a little hint. Also, this is just this is just a pro tip on the vacations and traveling. Although I never, I've had I think one real vacation <laughs> or two uh, in my life. Um, when when a cruise is offering your cruise for twenty eight dollars, <laughs> that is not a cruise you want to be, be on. on. No, no. Be clear. You can spend twenty eight dollars at three people at In and Out. So when a cruise is offering a twenty eight dollar a booking, day booking, that is not a cruise you want to be on. That is some sort of experience of hell. Yes. But Look, I want to know if you know anybody who's doing this, please let us know and please encourage them to write us and tell us or t- you tell us because I can't get my mind for the life of me around. Be clear. I was already thinking no cruises when the what's the Novid, the um the, the remember a few years ago that people kept getting norovirus, right. people kept getting yeah, right. stuck on cruises yes. and all that. That was enough for me. But this shit. We wouldn't, my my point is, is that we won't let Americans, Trump wouldn't let Americans back into their own country. No, because he didn't want the numbers to go he up. He didn't want the numbers to go This is Not what, people catch it. No. He didn't want us to know how many people already had it. That's what you need to understand. When he says the numbers to go up, he didn't mean interacting with people and no. spreading it. He meant, I don't want them, if I let those people on, then they get counted as people who have it. And I don't want to count them as people who have it, even though it doesn't matter if you count them, they exist. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is, like think about who you are putting your life in, in into their hands you're you're deciding that trump can decide when you can come back into this country oh my god i wouldn't let him decide where to park my car exactly. i don't i don't if it were up to me he wouldn't decide his own day why would other you, people would be planning that why would you step on a, on a i can't ship, francis Angela? i can't this is the problem. Y'all are putting us in a position where we're going to have to make COVID idiots its own podcast. <laughs> hey, really? Because idiot of the week is going to get too long. It's way too much. It's too full. It's too full. It's too full. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that is our final word, okay? And don't forget to just write us and tell us what you're doing to stay hopeful or to find some hope. Please. Um and 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 everything, you know, what you're in also any TV that you can I mean any TV at all that you can recommend, <laughs> anything that's even remotely interesting. And I mean remotely. I mean Your favorite help me shows. keep my eyes open without fear. Anything at all. So. Please let us know at franchise 8 at gmail.com. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Thank you so much for writing us. Did you know we answer all of our emails mm-hmm. um, at frangela08 at gmail.com? It's mm-hmm. our first one. Is from Cheryl C. Uh, she said, wait, 
did you just see me send me an email and a video just for me? Oh my God. Yes, I had tears did. in my eyes. Oh, you're sweet. I adore you both. I know that if I met you, we would be friends. You are so much like my bitchy friends. That's just how we are. That is just how we are, y'all. That is just how we are. Um, That's and, a compliment. It is a compliment. And you have an honorary or actual place in my black girls posse. Thank you so much. Thank girl. you. And let me explain something to you. Y'all are our friends. That's okay, right. Okay, this is how this works. I don't know why people do this around online stuff, but this is how you make friends. Yes. If you can find if you can find somebody to marry this way, you can find a friend. She says, I'm so touched that you sent this movie and greeting. I wish I could fund your careers. Oh, you're so kind, Cheryl. Um, you have bought so many people just years of joy. Oh, God, I'm Thank just you, going on and on. You can keep going, girl. We will never get tired. We'll never get tired. <laughs> um, I listen to you every week on Stephanie, and I saw you at Sexy Liberal. Thank you Yay! so much for coming, girl. I had to leave after you guys as I worked all day, and I was beginning to go blind with exhaustion. She's a nurse, everybody. And you are amazingly insightful and usually make me howl please stay healthy and well call anytime <laughs> and let's get a drink if you're ever in town hendrix and tonics are on me oh cheryl's a psychiatric nurse a practitioner oh bless you bless girl. you bless you and thank you this next email is from um lynn h it's the micro idiot palooza subject Ooh. hello frangela I am luxuriating in my happy place right now for three wonderful reasons. One, I just bought the 80 of the Week live show. Oh. Very fun. Two, I became a Frangelista today. That's a designation only we can give you from frangelazeroway at gmail.com. <laughs> three, I have a large splash of bourbon handy. Splash Yay. of bourbon handy. Always a good choice. Always a great choice. Even amongst this madness, happiness can be found if you just take a deep breath and don't let the bad things rob you of your joy. That's right. Not today, Satan. Not today. Bad things being defined as COVID-19, Republicans, the clap. Good call on yeah. that. Branch COVIDians, love that. Mm -hmm. uh, protesting the stay-at-home orders, paper cuts, and stepping in dog poo. I hate it. My joy being defined as fried okra, frangela, Aww. bourbon, and my parrots, my husband. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> I think what she's saying is we're first. I know. And Republicans stepping in dog poo. <laughs> I do a small happy dance when I see frangela podcast pop up in my feed. It's like getting a hug from a healthy social distance. Thank you both so much for all your efforts to entertain and educate. The world is truly a brighter place because of you, respectfully, Lynn H. Thank you so much, Lynn. Aww. I'm going to tell you, we love life reforming. And I... I'm gonna be honest, I had a little cry yeah. this weekend because I was like, are we ever going to be able to live perform again? I know. And so we, we're planning to do some things in the virtual land, hopefully yeah, soon, soon that we'll be able to tell you about. And, um, but, but thank you so much. Thank you. You want to read your other one? Yes. Please. This is hysterical. This is some, some good, some good, uh, Frangelista friends, Bill and Jody. It's their pandemic journal and it's hysterical. So, uh, let's start day one. We can do this. We have enough food and drink to last us a month. Day two, opening our eighth bottle of wine. <laughs> I fear supplies may not last. Day three, strawberries. Some have 210 seeds. Some have 235 <laughs> seeds. Who knew? Day four, 8 p.m. Removed our day pajamas and put on our night pajamas, which I have been doing for seven yes. weeks. Day five. Today, we tried to make hand sanitizer. It came out as jello shots. That happens a lot. Yep. Day six. I get to take the garbage out today. I'm so excited. I can't decide what to wear. Day seven. Laughing way too much at my own jokes. Day eight. Went to a new restaurant called The Kitchen. You have to gather all the ingredients and make your own meal. I have no clue how this place stays in business. Day nine, we put liquor bottles in every room. Tonight, we will get dressed up and go bar hopping. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. brilliant. I just have to tell you, brilliant. So brilliant. Day 10, struck up a conversation with a spider today. Seems nice. He's a web designer. <laughs> Don't fall for it. Day 11, isolation is hard. I swear my fridge just said, what the hell do you want now? 
Day 12, I realized why dogs get so excited about something moving outside, going for walks or car rides. I think I just barked at a squirrel. <laughs> Day 13, if you keep a glass of wine in each hand, you can't accidentally touch your face. Mm-hmm. Day 14, watch the birds fighting over worms. The Cardinals let the Blue Jays 3-1. to one. Day 15, anybody else feel like they've cooked dinner about 395 times oh this month? Oh my god! Yes. Should I be concerned? Haha, <laughs> this was posted on my next door website and I thought it was cute enough to share. Thank you so much for sharing it, Bill and Jody, and thank you for writing us and sharing yourself with us. Yes, thank you so much. And now it's time for Resistance Wrap Up. So um, a lot of businesses obviously are being affected, a lot of all, uh, every business and people by the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to highlight um, black bookstores. Yes. Um, I asked Francis earlier to guess how many about how many black stores would you guess black bookstores are owned bookstores are in the country? And in my mind, I was like, there has to be at least a few hundred, at least a few thousand. Right. That would be, I would have guessed a few thousand. Yeah, a few so thousand. It's around 50. So, oh. um, and it's, and of course the pandemic has exacerbated the few remaining bookstores uh, ability to, like all businesses, to make any well, money. Well, you know what? Just really quickly, we saw uh, the Powell bookstore was having problems. They were been able to, uh, invite and bring back all of their employees so let's take a look at marcus books that's right marcus books is the nation's oldest black-owned bookstore according to usa today and um they need help yeah so obviously i know there was a go there's a gofundme for Mm -hmm. them um but if you go to uh their site marcusbooksoakland.com you can find out more about that but we also thought it might be cool for us all to read a book yes so we thought we'd start with a classic Mm -hmm. so um we're gonna give you guys like a week to get the book and then next week we'll talk about what chapters we're gonna read and maybe we'll do it like a few minutes in the podcast about it or at the end of the podcast or whatever but we thought we'd start with an absolute classic and a must read invisible man by ralph ellison so um why not try to order it from marcus books you know um or from another uh not amazon not amazon from another local bookstore especially um and and look for like bookstores owned by um women women people of color just let's let's really help these businesses that like every business are not getting the help that allegedly small businesses were going to get because big businesses got it first yep yep shake shack Thank I can't you. Shake believe shake. it. Shake Shack. We want to thank you so much for being here. We want to thank our production team, Gail and Laura, where I believe uh, the place where magic and alchemy happen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, my goodness. I think that in their home, it's where fairies are born. It, they, they do everything. They hatch fairies. They I have think. to. They, I think so. I don't think there's goodness that don't come from there. And that's, that's what right. I'm just that's saying. right. That's what I'm just saying. I am Francis Callion. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Francis. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. word. <laughs>